Hi, y'all. Welcome to the Creatives Potluck Podcast. I am so excited to be bringing you this new show that is focused on celebrating the abundance of knowledge among the creative community. I know you're wondering, what's this whole potluck thing? Look, we'll get there and a whole lot more, but let me give you a little background on me so that you're not just listening to some stranger. I'm Samantha Ray Lopez, and I'm one of those people who's done a little bit of this and a little bit of that. All of it's been legal, I promise. And all of it has contributed to the person that I am today, of course. I am also also technically a center-brained person. If you think that kind of science is hokey, I'm also an Aquarius and a middle child, so judge me by my star sign and birth order then. I've spent the majority of my career stifling my creative side because quite frankly, I had more confidence in my organization and analytical skills to get a steady job. Spoiler alert, I was much more comfortable in that world than the idea of rejection when it came to tapping into my creative side. Surprise, feel a failure rears its dirty little head. Yes, I've had an issue with vulnerability. Does that sound familiar? Of course it does. You don't have to be the creative type to know that opening up and allowing for the unpredictable is really effing scary. In the words of researcher and fellow Texan, Brene Brown, people who wade into discomfort and vulnerability and tell the truth about their stories are the real badasses. I'm in the very early stages of tapping into my badassedness, which is why I want to talk to the badasses who are already using their voice to create art that speaks to this vulnerability. Now that we're BFFs, let me tell you all about what to expect from this show. If you listen to the trailer, you heard me say that I have an issue with the term starving artist. The phrase is rooted in the idea that the value of a person is tied to this materialistic vision of success. We all know this isn't true, so why does this old trope still linger. The books and films we turned to while in quarantine were all created by artists who at some point in their career were likely asked to provide their art for free. This kind of ask is common. It's as common as finding an ad with a coupon code in a podcast. It's inevitable and some people benefit from it. The difference is it's their livelihood. As a society, we've become accustomed to asking artists for their work for free or at a discounted rate for whatever reason. Believe me, exposure doesn't pay bills, even if you're a photographer. Okay, I know that was corny. It was a bit of a film joke there, but I had to squeeze it in. This potluck, so to speak, can be many things. A tool for you to expand your knowledge, a place to get inspiration, or another avenue to showcase your expertise and connect with other creatives. Each episode of the Creatives Potluck podcast celebrates someone with a wealth of knowledge that they bring to the potluck to share. That's anything from personal stories to actionable advice. The Creatives Potluck podcast is an ever-evolving community of creatives supporting each other on their journeys. I did want to do a little bit of an intro episode for y'all, so instead of having an interview for this first one, I want to talk a little bit about some things that I've learned on my creative journey and give you some resources that might help if you're running into those things too. Okay, number one, what you create isn't for everyone. I used to think that in order to create something great, I would need to appeal to everyone. The problem is, I'm not for everyone, so how am I going to bring authenticity to my voice if I'm not going to be bringing my full self? That sent me into this whole spiral that was focused on accepting myself or who I am, and let me tell you, that has been a huge effort. <laughs> but honestly, I truly feel that if I shed all of that baggage that I've acquired over the years that's literally holding me down, I could truly see who I am, and the work will come much easier and be that much more mine. So a tip I have for you for that one is to do a bit of a reflection for why you do what you do. You can put the episode on pause, 
or you can just kind of journal at a different time, however you want to do it. But basically dig into your motivations and think, why do I do this? It might be a list of words. It might be images that you draw. Just dive into why it is you do what you do. There's a chance that you'll come to some version of it makes me happy or this is how I express myself. That is solely yours. Your happiness and the way that you express are solely yours. So some people are just not gonna get it and that's totally okay. Number two, be mindful of who you're seeking feedback from and how you incorporate that feedback. So kind of speaking to the first point, be mindful of where you're getting your feedback from. Now that we're in this kind of like hyper-connected world because of the internet, everyone has an opinion and it doesn't mean that all of it is valid as it pertains to your process. Obviously, you want to go the route of people you respect and love their work, etc. But you also want to solicit feedback from people who understand that ultimately, your voice is yours to craft. If someone off the street says, hey, you should do this without knowing anything about your process, who you are, just walk away from that. Okay, you don't need that in your life. The same thing goes for incorporating feedback. Don't retrofit your stuff just because that person is a pro. They must you know, know the best answer. But if they don't know you, that might not be the best answer. Okay, here is a tip for that one. Make a list of three people who you want to get feedback from and ask yourself, what about them gets them onto your list? Is it because they know your body of work or is it because they're the hottest new artist right now? Is it because you admire their work or is it because you know that they'll tell you what you want? Just think critically about your relationship dynamic with folks, especially when you're asking them to essentially do work for you. Number three, I avoid things I like to do because of something deeper, not because I'm in competent. Look, everyone has their reason for the weird things that they do. I've learned that I avoid the things that I love because of fear of failure and some other deep-rooted insecurity stuff. And I used to get really down on myself thinking that this made me bad at doing something. Like, I'm bad at this. But that's not true. This avoidance is just another barrier that I need to work through to get to the other side, right? So this is something that's totally work-onable and something that I can move out of the way because what's on the other side of that is the rest of my creative journey. So you guys are on this journey with me too because there's a lot of work that needs to be done on that one. The next tip that I have for you to tackle that kind of thing if you're running into it, and this is kind of more of a productivity tip, but this has been super helpful for me lately. I'm now using the Pomodoro technique, which is basically the idea that you take 25 minutes of focused time, then five minutes of a break, and then 25 minutes of focused time, and then five minutes of a break. So each one of those 25 minute chunks is called a Pomodoro. And then eventually after four Pomodoros, you get a long break. So this kind of creates some structure around those tasks that you're trying to avoid. What I found too, is that it gives me a better idea of how long things take for me to do. So I'm able to say, okay, this one thing that I'm avoiding is only going to take me two Pomodoros. So let me just knock it out. So there's apps that you can download. There's like a Chrome extension. There's other things that you can probably do with your computer and your phone. Because I'm trying to be a little bit more analog with this process, I actually ordered a tomato shaped 
kitchen timer and twist the thing when I'm ready to do a new Pomodoro. So that could be something that you explore too is, you know, not only doing the chunks of time, but how you're tracking that those chunks of time. Another cool thing about the Pomodoro technique is that I know you're probably thinking, well, what if my mind wanders? What if I get an idea? The instructions also tell you to keep a notebook near you so that you can write down anything that might be a distraction. So however you need to work it, you know, adapt it as you need to. But that's something that has been super helpful for me lately and getting back in the swing of things. Number four is comparison will stop you from being great. I spend way too much time admiring the work of others, but to the point to where it's detrimental. So my tip for this one, because I don't want to get too far into it, because y'all know what I'm talking about. My tip here is to delete the apps. I am so lucky to be in a city that's teeming with beautiful people and fun things to do and people making great stuff that I'm so inspired by so many people. But there's a fine line between admiration and thinking that I could never get to the point that they do. So I deleted the apps for personal use uh, and I'm only using it for business purposes and I can only access it from desktop, which that is not the best experience. It's a bit cumbersome, so I'm not really doing that. But I'm still, you know, able to access something, so it's fine. But I was spending way too much time doing all that and falling into like the whole doom scroll trap. So delete the apps if you feel that it's starting to get a little unwieldy. So those are just a few offerings I want to share with the potluck. So take it or leave it. It's 100% gluten-free if that makes any difference. You may be further along in your creative journey, which yay, that's awesome. I want to hear from you then. Your challenge is to think of one thing you've learned about yourself and offer a tip. So tweet me at creative potluck or comment on any of the posts on our Instagram. That's at the creatives potluck. I know I said delete the apps, but this is business. Okay. That being said, I also want to know what roadblocks you're hitting, what inspirations you found out in the world and what interests you so that we can make this show better. I'll be answering questions on each episode, bringing in experts and adapting as we go along. This will evolve and change with the ultimate goal of sharing knowledge and inspiration. You can always tweet at me, comment on any of our Instagram posts or go to the website and submit your thoughts there. And if you really love the show, you can review it and give me all the stars. I'm really excited about this first season and hope that you get something out of it. If you don't, please don't come at me in the comments, okay? I've already told you how I am with criticism, so don't be me. All jokes aside, I am really looking forward to connecting with you all. Thanks for listening. Bye, y'all.